Welcome to Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in folk roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now coming up, we're giving over the whole of this episode to the 2021 Hillside Festival Girls and Guitars Songwriting Course. We're going to be joined by course facilitators Marie Zimmerman, who's the executive director of the Hillside Festival, and Guelph-based singer-songwriter Doris Falcons, alongside three of their students, Holly McEwen, Missy Bauman, and Tanya Joy, who also all share their songs with us. Girls and Guitars is a long-standing feature of Hillside Inside and part of an ongoing project designed to address gender imbalance in the music industry, and thus further Hillside's mission of encouraging inclusion and equality. And the songwriting course is a very special part of that initiative. This year, because of COVID-19, the course was virtual and took place on four Friday evenings in January. Hallie, Missy and Tanya also performed virtually at this year's Hillside Inside. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. That's Doris Falcons with Lonesome in the Grave No More from her 2018 self-titled album. Doris Falcons is one of the facilitators of the wonderful Hillside Festival Girls and Guitars songwriting course, the other being executive director of the Hillside Festival, Marie Zimmerman. It's great to have you both join us today. 
Thanks for having us. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, I think it's two years since we were last able to chat about the course. The last time we were just able to do audio for radio, but this time around, because of the pandemic, we've been able to do audio and video because video technology has really ramped up. And because it wasn't safe to get together in person, you actually ran this course virtually, didn't you, Marie? Yes, we did. Doris and I um, facilitated seven uh, students in the Girls and Guitar Songwriting course. So we would meet on Friday nights for a couple of hours. And um, yeah, it was kind of interesting. We weren't really sure how it was going to go because we've been running this course for five years now. And uh, it's always been in person and people would drive uh, to the Hillside office from Toronto and Kitchener-Waterloo and all over the place. But we had never done anything like that on Zoom. And given that, you know, songwriting is a pretty uh, personal thing, we wanted to create a really safe space for people and we're able to do that in person. We just weren't sure that that would translate really well online. Can you explain why Hillside decided to start the Girls and Guitars program and how the songwriting course fits into that? Well, it started in uh, 2010 when we sort of did an audit or a review of our own um, programming practices and that of the industry, and we found that women were generally missing. So the ratio of um, uh, men to women is about 70-30 in the music industry as a whole, at least it was in in 2010. That's a very long-standing statistic. It's a very stubborn one. And so there's systemic sexism, obviously, in in the industry. The percentage of women across three creative roles was something that really struck me in that 21.7% are artists, 12.3% are songwriters, and only 2.1% are producers. So there aren't a lot of women. And I think culturally we have the sense that there's tons of women out there because there's Beyonce and all of these great women but they are, they are the, the exception. And so we wanted to, to change that. So we started um, uh, in the schools, actually, um, putting professional uh, singer-songwriters who were women in the schools to teach songwriting to young people. And um, that was very successful. And so that began in 2010. And then the Stream 2 um, began, well, we started trying to um, showcase women at Hillside Inside. So that really blossomed in 2014, and we've been doing it since then, so about seven years ago. And then the third stream is the songwriting course, which began in 2016, so five years ago. Some of those uh, songwriting students have uh, really come into their own power, and um, they have produced um, albums and so on, Missy Bauman being one of them, um, Moscow Apartment. Um, the two young women came to us when they were about, were they about 14, mm-hmm. Doris? Yeah, yeah. They were 14 years old and they, they came together uh, from Toronto to our course. And, and you know, now they're a really big name. So, yeah, so we're very proud of the course, but mostly we're really proud of the students. And I think, Doris, you've been involved from the beginning, haven't you, in this songwriting course? Yeah, yeah. When I moved to Guelph, it was one of my ways to connect with the music community there. And I had just, in 2014, I finished a songwriting um, course through Berklee College of Music. And it was my way of connecting and sharing that knowledge and, and helping. Yeah, I just have this passion for helping young women access creativity and learn some skills that they can write songs that they're proud of. And I I think you both have different roles, right? Obviously, Doris, you are a songwriter, but I think, Marie, you're more involved in the creative writing side of things? Yeah, I guess you could say that for sure. Um, uh, I am a creative writer, and uh, so I do tend to focus on on lyrics and uh, on motivation. But I think, you know, Doris and I are a really good team because uh, she's got the full gamut of talents and strengths in, in this area. So um, I, um, I hope, I, you know, I hope I chip in in an important way <laughs> in these courses. This time, I mean, it was virtual. You know, this is what the fifth or sixth time you've run it. Quite a lot different. I think, what, four Friday nights in January 
I guess because we, you know, I mentioned uh, at the start that, you know, we have all been getting a lot more used to, to technology and what, what it can do from the point of view of online interaction, live streaming, meetings and everything else. How successful do you think it was to actually have to do a songwriting course virtually? Yeah, I was a little nervous about how it was going to go, if people would feel comfortable getting involved. I find that teaching in person, we tend to encourage each other and feed off each other a bit, and it's hard to to recreate that online. But um, they were a great group of students and really got involved in, in contributing their ideas and thoughts online. Uh, I have to say, like I, I did miss the final live performance. That's a highlight for me. Typically at the end of the course, um, the girls will play at a venue in downtown Guelph and um, play their songs live to, live to a very receptive audience. And not having that experience, I feel is a little, it's a little less rewarding. It's not a, a perfect sort of uh, communication uh, medium because uh, what you're missing is the body of the person. That we found in person was was so important that pe you can feel the the visceral support that people are giving you when you're in the space in the hillside office and we're all working together. So I think that that what I was most proud of was that the students really stepped up and would complement each other and encourage each other in in that space. And like I said, you know, creating a safe space online. Uh, we weren't sure that we were, were going to be able to do that, but I did find that that uh, the Zoom meetings ended up having a kind of intimacy that surprised me, mm. um, and people did take risks, and uh, so I felt really good about it in the end. No, that's but yeah, I did I did miss the final performance, but wow, their videos went over extremely well. Yeah, yeah. I was certainly very impressed, but I, I got to say, I mean, Hillside Festival is a class act, uh, pretty much in everything, not just you know, being a festival that truly walks the talk, uh, but, you know, bringing all of these wonderful innovations together. I imagine that uh, there will be another Girls in Qatar's program with a songwriting course next year. I mean, this is a, a long-term commitment for the festival. Absolutely. Like I said, we've been doing this since 2010, and, and our aim has always been to correct the industry. So we ourselves have corrected um, that on our own stages, um, made sure that it's at least 50% of uh, women-led um, bands and, uh, and acts. So we feel really proud of, of that. We would just like to see more change in the industry in general because women tend to be peripheralized. And I think that because of the success of people like, like Beyonce, we don't really notice that everybody behind the scenes, all the music critics, all the producers, they're predominantly male. And ultimately, the reason we started this is because our research showed us that that um, uh, young uh, men and women are neck and neck as children taking music lessons and, um, and practicing and so on. And then when it comes to the teen years, uh, women drop off, young women drop off. And so we asked ourselves, why is that happening, you know? And so we wondered if it was a question of modeling, you know, that they don't really see women in the industry, so they don't see themselves as, as being that person who can, who can go up on stage or struggle through or whatever. So we're hoping just to create some kind of groundswell, uh, quietly championing the power of women's creativity. Because women write very different songs, we learned. And that was incredible, you know, that, that women don't write traditional love songs. So the first course that we ran, we had a student named Carolyn Ross who wrote a love song to her, her young child. It was a two-year-old boy. So, yeah, we're trying to make change. We're trying to give them a space and uh, give them a voice to say the things that they may not be comfortable saying, but they really want to put into a piece of art. Well, it's a great program. We're lucky to have three students from this year's program with us. They are Hallie McEwen, Missy Bauman, and Tanya Joy. We're going to hear from Hallie McEwen just now. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. So, Hallie McEwen, it's great to have you join us today. We're having a wonderful conversation about the 2021 Hillside Festival Girls and Guitars songwriting course. Now, this was all virtual, right? So you didn't actually get a chance to 
meet with uh, Marie and Doris in person? Yeah, it was all all virtual. And since I'm just finishing up my last semester for my undergraduate degree, I guess I would have never even been able to do it if it wasn't virtual. So, yeah. So let's talk about you and your music. I always love talking to artists about the songs they're writing. And I've had a chance to watch the two videos you made for Hillside Festival. We're going to watch those in a few moments. But tell us a little bit about how you got started in music. Because, you you know, you what I love when I was reading your bio, I was like, wow, she's really, uh, you know, she really knows what she wants from the point of view of getting involved in the arts. So tell us a little mm. bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, I grew up in Toronto. Usually as a kid, I really was into musical theater. So my dad helped me get into different musical theater programs. I did, you know, choir growing up my whole life as well as singing lessons. I just have always, always loved to sing. But this past summer, I decided that maybe I could start writing my own music, which isn't something that I ever thought I could do before. I don't really know why. I just picked up my guitar and started writing and it was it was so much fun. And then my boyfriend's mom uh, heard about this chorus and she gifted it to me for Christmas. And it was so amazing because I didn't even think that you know courses like this existed so I was like oh okay cool like something where I could actually take a course on you know navigating writing a song in different ways and you know different structures and that really helped me with formatting my songs in a different way because I'd never talked to anyone about it I'd never really shared my music with anyone so this was a great opportunity to get out there and share my music with people in such a great group of women who were so supportive and had really good feedback so it was awesome to be in that setting for the first time ever sharing my music and I think you're still a student right Uh, where where are you actually at school so I go to Bishop's University it's out in Quebec it's like an hour and a half east of Montreal so that's one of the benefits from doing a virtual songwriting course that you can obviously take part wherever wherever you are uh, mm-hmm. As far as your songs are concerned, I mean, what sort of influences do you have on your music or the people at the moment? I imagine <laughs> as you progress, they may change. But who are the, some, some yeah. of the people that you feel really influence the way you think about music and the music you enjoy? I think more recently, this artist, Julia Jacqueline, I've been absolutely loving her music and I love the way that she writes songs. Definitely City in Color, Joni Mitchell, that kind of songwriting style I really connect to. And I I like to listen to how they write music. And I think that that definitely influences my writing as well. So we're going to hear two songs from you today. Now, interestingly, one of the songs, I think, was the main song from the course. Mm-hmm. And I think actually it it developed from maybe several song ideas you were working with. Is that right? Yeah, so some of some of my music, it's funny, I don't really I don't really think of my life and I think, okay, I'm gonna write stories about me and write stories about it just kinda whatever comes to my to my head. So I was having all these different ideas and I was like, oh, this could be a cool and interesting concept through this perspective of somebody else looking in on this couple or this relationship. And I just started writing and then different songs. I know I submitted a couple to the group, but I never fully finished those songs so it was nice then it it just kind of came came into one and I was happy that I could have a finished product in the chorus with all these different ideas and really great feedback from a couple of the women and everybody was just so supportive and so kind and it was really lovely to hear their feedback and suggestions that really helped me shape that song. Oh that's great and I think you're working on your first EP is that right? I am. I have my songs. I just need to find a producer and do all these things because I, I am not really the best at producing my own music. So I'm just kind of searching, searching for that as I go. And then hopefully things will, things will happen. And I'm just really excited to share that with people when it happens. I'm sure it's going to be great. Where do you hope to go with your music? Do you have any ideas? It's always good to, you know, have aspirations for the future. Uh, where yeah. would you like to go with it? Definitely. I think my biggest drawback is my nerves. I think that I, I think that I get really psyched out. I always have even on stage and performances. It's like, I'll be okay for the day. And then just before I go on, my heart is like beating and that really affects my voice. So I just, I just get super, super choked up. So I think I need to do more open mics and just put myself out there. But I know with COVID that's been hard. Um, But I've never, I've never done that before, especially my own music. So I'm just excited to kind of do those open mics, see where things go. I don't really have too much of like a plan. I just would love to be able to actually record and share it with people, my family and friends and anybody else who would like to hear. So that's that's kind of my kind of my mindset. 
No, that's great. That's a good place to be at the present moment. Do you have any final thoughts on the course, uh, being involved with it? I know, you know, I am always excited to talk to people from uh, Hillside about the Girls and Guitars program generally, but specifically the songwriting course, because as they state, you know, they're really trying to level this playing field as far as mm -hmm. uh, gender balance is concerned in music. Definitely. I think that if anyone were to ask, I would encourage any person who is interested and even not just in taking it and learning different ways about writing songs and different structures. And it's just, I think the biggest thing is it's just such a supportive group of women and people. And I just really found myself feeling safe to share my music because it wasn't something that I'd done before. So I was happy to actually be able to be like, okay, it's good. It's okay. Even if things don't really work out, I have just such great constructive feedback and in a really supportive space. So I think that anybody who's interesting, I would interested, I would definitely recommend taking this course next year and the years to come. That's great. Well, hopefully it won't have to be virtual, but even if it does, yes. <laughs> it will still be good. It's been great mm -hmm. to have you join us. Let's listen to those songs now. This is Hallie McEwen specially recorded for the Hillside Inside Festival this year uh, with two songs. And thanks, Thank Ali. You. We really enjoyed having you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everyone. My name is Hallie McEwen, and I'm so excited to be here today at Hillside Inside. I'm a part of Girls and Guitars, and it has been an absolute amazing experience working with all these wonderful women and I'm just so happy that I'm here and this is really the first time that I've ever shared and performed any of my music for anyone so this is really exciting and yeah uh, this first song is called Vices. I hope you enjoy. She takes care of him as she falls to the bedroom floor He sits there watching while she collects the little that's left of her She waits for him to act and come to his senses once again As for him, well, he's high as a kite for the two of them. Vices, oh, these vices, as he calls them. Lost self control, lost all control, is how she
Thank you. Um, that song was kind of a combination of a bunch of different songs that I had been writing for the course. And I just found that this one drew on a lot of different inspiration and then became this song. So that was really interesting how that happened. Um, the next song that I'm going to be singing is called Our Yearly Game. Um, this was song, this is one of the first songs that I ever wrote actually. And I was really interested in the concept of trying to have one solid idea or theme. So I thought maybe seasons or months of the year. So this song is a bunch of different months in the year, uh, just wrapped up in one story. So yeah, so it's called Our Yearly Game. I hope you enjoy.
They call me the Ice Queen Cause I'm cool and I'm detached Hey, this is Sue Foley And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall That was Hallie McEwen with two songs that she recorded for Hillside Inside. The first vice is obviously one that she recorded during the Hillside Girls and Guitars songwriting course. I do radio because I love the medium. But one of the things I love about the medium is being able to talk to people getting started in their careers. And I think that's one of the things that this course does so well is it's a great place for people to to develop some confidence and to say that I can't talk highly enough, not just about everything that the Hillside Festival does, because as I've said before, they really do walk the talk, but they, they really are trying to make a difference and trying to, to get us to much more of a gender balance, because there are some festivals out there that sadly that are, are so terribly skewed towards male performers. So it's great to, to see um, you know people working hard to bring gender balance into music and, you know, not just performing. I mean, you know, helping people develop careers in all aspects of the music business. Now, it's my great pleasure to welcome to Folk Roots Radio Live now, Missy Bauman. How are you doing today, Missy? I'm doing so good. It's great to, to talk to you again. Missy and I actually had a little interview in 2016 because she was a member of the Folk Music Ontario Developing Artists Program. It was actually called the Youth Program at that time. I get a chance every year to chat to the young performers in that program. There's usually five of them, and they are, uh, they're set up with experienced artists from the Ontario folk community, and they spend the weekend uh, working together, uh, talking about their careers, working on a performance uh, during that. And it was great to, to get to, to meet Missy then, and... Uh, Missy, it's just really great to have you join us today. I'm just so pleased that you are able to to be with us. I learned that you'd actually done this course twice. Is that right? Yeah, that's true. I did it. I did it once in 2017, and I I did another songwriting course with Hillside as well about writing protest songs. So I've done three courses with them total, and they've all been awesome. You know, that, that's interesting because, you know, you are someone who Marie mentioned, Marie Zimmerman, the executive director from Hillside, one of the facilitators for Girls and Guitars songwriting course, mentioned that you, you put out your, I think, your first album in 2020, so last year. and Yeah, so that was my second album. Oh, I that was your second album. That's where Girlhood was the first one, was that right? 2017. Yeah, and then, yeah. No, that's great. And it was yeah. sweet, I think, was 2020, right? That's yeah. right, yeah. What is it about doing songwriting courses that you love? I mean, is it, is it you know, because you would think, well, you know, you've been making music for a while. You know, is this something you really need to do? Is it is it something you just need to keep working at, do you think? Oh, yeah. I think songwriting, you can never perfect it. You can always get better at doing it. There's There's benefits for any songwriter to sit in a room with people and and be vulnerable and make sure that your heart is saying what it needs to say. It's being communicated properly. And I, I love the feedback that I get. And, but the thing that like really, really makes them for me is the community and the people that you meet. We all inspire each other. I have friends for life that have met through that. Yeah. It's just a really special part of being an artist is bettering your craft. And yeah, I'll, I'll never, never stop trying to do that. That's for sure. No, that, that, that is great. That, that's just a great attitude. How would you describe your music? I say it's, it's alternative folk. I would say singer-songwriter, but it's so broad now. It's hard to pinpoint genres. I, I write folk music, but not, not traditional. I write very, very personal music that is about me and my stories to share. And it's very sad. So I call it I call it sad, sad alt folk. <laughs> You're a veteran of songwriting courses now. So I'm going to ask you for some tips for other people who may be just starting out or maybe need a refresher course themselves. So uh, just before we get to listen to your songs, any tips you want to share with people? Sure. I, I think the biggest thing about songwriting is when inspiration comes to you, you have 
to answer, period. It means leave the room, sing it into your phone, write it down. They don't always come by. If you ask the universe for an idea, it will come. You have to answer. You have to get it down. And and that's that's it. Like it, it does help to have friends. It does help to have feedback. But as long as as you want to create and you create when the calling comes, that's the best thing you can do, I think. Well, let's listen to your songs just now. This is Missy Bauman, recorded live for the virtual Hillside Inside Festival that took place this past February. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Happy Hillside, everybody. Um, Welcome to the Missy Bauman portion of the show. Um, I'm here with Girls and Guitars, which is a songwriting program that Hillside runs through the winter. Um, This is my second time taking this course, so I'm going to play two songs. The first that I wrote um, over the past couple weeks, and then the second that I wrote my first time a few years ago. Um, The song is called Before You. I cut myself on glass, that photograph I can't view. I cannot relax, a fire burning wild. So I waited up till sunrise Cause I thought it'd make me brave And I don't wanna be the one to say That everything has changed But I know when love for last We're like cigarettes in love And we always smoke the fastest When we think we have I play the show. I'm getting nervous. I'm getting stage fright. <laughs> Even though it's just me and you here, folks. Um, the song is called Two Sisters. Um, and it was on an album I put out um, last summer, so August 2020. Um, it's something really close to my heart and hard to share. So I'm just going to play it. Sorry. 
couple years now Though I still remember somehow Through all the times I've tried erasing you from my Didn't understand then No, I barely knew the concept But I bet you can guess that I never was the same This is Lizzie Hoyt, and you are listening to the fabulous Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That was Missy Bauman. Absolutely fabulous. Two songs that were recorded live for Hillside Inside, which took place this past February. Beautiful songs, and both written for Hillside Girls and Guitars in the songwriting course. I just think that's awesome. I should also mention that the Two Sisters song was the winner of Folk Music Ontario's Songs from the Heart Award. And it was a finalist in the International John Lennon Songwriting Competition and was nominated for an award from the Canadian Songwriting Hall of Fame. And I don't know if you can tell I'm excited, but I am. That is just wonderful. Now, it's my great pleasure to bring in Tanya Joy, who is another wonderful songwriter. How are you doing, Tanya? I'm great, thank you. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm very good. Great to have you guys join us. And, you know, it's funny. It's like, this really does bring me back to the old days, because I would say when I was on the radio and when I first started, you know, I think I'm I'm overloading, you know, it's just so much (laughs) wonderful energy. And the interesting thing about doing your interviews virtually, you still get the energy that you do in the studio. and, And maybe, I don't know if that's coming through to the people listening at home, but I really feel that. Uh, even oh, though we're wonderful. not actually in the studio together, but I still I still get to feel wonderful energy. So I really want to to thank you all for spending time with us today. We are talking about the Hillside Festival Girls and Guitars Songwriting Course, facilitated by Executive Director from Hillside Festival, Marie Zimmerman, and wonderful Guelph-based songwriter 
Doris Falkins. Tanya Joy, you're from Uxbridge. You've been making music for a little while. I think you released your first EP, I'll Be Around, in 2013. So tell us a little bit about you and your music. Okay, thank you. Um, yes, it's been a little while. I, I started music a little bit late in life, actually. So 2013 was my first release, my first opportunity to publish my songs and record in a studio setting. And um, since then, I've been writing a lot, like Missy, uh, spending a lot of time working with other songwriters, co-writing, taking courses to you know, hone my craft and, and, uh, take another perspective, uh, at the way I write and, and, uh, opportunity to get the creative juices flowing and, and get to the heart of what the stories, the stories that need to be told. And I've just started recording and releasing music for a follow-up EP that will come out a little bit later this year. So, um, it's, I've taken this time during the, uh, pandemic to focus in on my music and I've been very lucky to have that time. Does that really feel good for you? I mean, do you see like the course as a way to kind of kickstart your songwriting? Is it is that the the benefit of being around other people that are working with the same puzzle? Well, it depends on on the course. Some of them are structured a little differently. In some cases you can bring songs that are already in most cases that I've experienced you you bring um some songs that are already started and you sort of workshop them and and see where you know things could be crafted a little bit better or make sure that the the story is landing appropriately or correctly in this case with um girls and guitars we actually wrote from scratch in the course in the four weeks and that's the first time i i have done that so that um was a new opportunity and I was very excited to be able to do the course and doing it virtually really allowed me to do it because I'm about an hour and a half from Guelph. So it would have been a little bit more challenging to do it, you know, without the virtual platform. So you were lucky that way. I was. Yeah. So you've written a really powerful song. I think you've also polished it up as a release. Tell us about the song and your motivation to write it. Thank you, first of all, for your kind words. Planks and Marietta is a song that uh, was sitting with me for a while. Um, last year was a, a pretty dark year um, with the death of George Floyd and the focus and the unveiling of all of the issues of systemic racism and um, that are still is still prevalent today. The beginning of the pandemic was a struggle for many and I, I was trying to, you know, work out those emotions myself during that time. But there was also an incident that happened last year in my town here in Uxbridge that hit me again with another wave of emotion. And I had been stewing on it for a while and hoping that I'd be able to address it in some way. There were some great things that happened in town here to address it with uh, with a group of people, um, you know, doing doing like a, a peaceful stand-in. And there were things happening because of the uprising after George Floyd's death that was sort of along the same messaging. But this incident had happened in, in Uxbridge and it hadn't, nobody really knew about it. And I just came across it um, innocently on Facebook through some friends who live in the area. So it, it sat with me for a while. I was hoping I would be able to be able to respond. I hadn't been able to respond to anything um, from last year. And so when I met Doris and Marie and the group, the first thing they did was create a space for us to write something really personal. And as soon as they opened the door for that, that was the first thing that came into my mind. Planks and Marietta's an intersection of two streets where this uh, racist incident had happened. So I knew that was the song that I needed to write. And it's a very, you know, challenging topic for me. But um, they they created that space and I was so grateful. And I think we should mention that since the songwriting course, you've actually finished up this song, right? And I think you were. Yes. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit about who you've been working with, a wonderful producer, but I'm going to let you introduce Absolutely. her. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, very fitting for um, 
a song that was written from a course that is challenging the gender imbalance. To be able to produce this with a woman, Hill Kurkutis, who I'd met earlier in, in 2020 through another songwriting course, we had started a project already recording other material for this EP I mentioned. And as Planks and Marietta unfolded, and I under, under, understood where it was going and that it was developing into you know, a, a story that needed to be told and having Black History Month the following month, you know, the alignment of all of those things. I, I brought the song to a Hill and I was like, can we do this? Can we, you know, produce this and release it within a couple of weeks, which is exactly what happened. So I, I was, um, you know, it was an honor to work with her on that uh, material. She's, she's working with a lot of Indigenous artists. She's, she's works in the roots space a lot. She's a very talented, very talented multi-instrumentalist artist and producer. And what a joy to work with her on this. Yeah, and it's high five, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. When will we expect the new EP? Do you know when that will be ready? We're looking, we're targeting uh, September. So I have a, a new release coming at the end of this month. Um, and there may be another r single before before we gear up for the EP. So I'm very excited. It's been a, a great year. This program, I would take it again in a heartbeat. The songs that came out of it with the other ladies that I had the pleasure to meet and collaborate with and give feedback to were just incredible. And I do think something special is happening when this opportunity is given to us to 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 come at things from a different perspective and tell our truths. No, that's great. It's been real pleasure to be able to talk to you today. I'm certainly looking forward to hearing what you come up with next. If you want to learn more about Tanya's music, you can visit her online at tanyajoy.com. Let's play that song now. This is Tanya Joy with Planks and Marietta, recorded specially for the Hillside Inside Festival. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. I'm Tanya Joy, a singer-songwriter from Uxbridge, Ontario. I'm so happy to be joining you here today, along with the Hillside community, so thank you for having me. I'm going to sing a new song I wrote thanks to the Hillside Girls and Guitars program. This mentorship gave me a safe space to write a song I needed to write, to join the conversation around race and injustice. This song means a lot to me and I hope it means a lot to you too. It's called Planks and Marietta. I see white picket fences and pink lemonade Street signs and headlines that won't change a thing. My heart is heavy with shallow breathing. A black light shattered for all the world to see. Planks and Marietta, your history. There's stains in your streets, planks in Marietta. Your grass grows green. What else do you hide behind your skinned knees? White picket lines and red spray paint. Crosswalks and blind spots. They're whispering Your slurs and your curse words Written in the street Black lives shattered Underneath your feet Planks in Marietta Your history repeats Planks in Marietta there's stains in your streets, planks in Marietta. Your grass grows green. 
What else do you hide behind your skin knees? Your sticks and your stones never broke my bones, but your name still haunts me. Planks and Marietta, your history repeats. Planks and Marietta, there's stains in your streets. Planks and Marietta, your day grows long. It echoes on your sidewalks and rolls off your tongue. Planks and Marietta, Planks and Marietta, is change gonna come? Is change Hi there, this is Aaron Costello, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Wow, that was just amazing. That is a song that definitely stays with you. I am definitely sure about that. And Marie, what an absolutely fabulous song. I have chills. That song always does it to me. Yeah. When I listened to that song the first time, I thought, oh my God, what a great song. It's been a a wonderful pleasure as always to to talk about this course i'm lucky to have been able to to get to do it again and what can i say i hillside festival i just love it to death i i can't speak highly enough about how they walk the talk and i will just keep telling that to everybody uh this course really does epitomize where we need to go to to try and make sure that we're doing everything you know, to to achieve a, a gender balance in, in all festivals and all aspects of the music business. I know we're in the midst of the pandemic when everything comes back afterwards. Uh, it would be great to, to see more of a balance. And it was wonderful that, you know, we got to mention Hill Kukurtis in this interview because, you know, women producers, we need so many more of them. And it's great that, you know, one of the other good things that's come out of a terrible time is the fact that people have been incredibly creative in their own time, in their own space. And so, you know, I am, I'm really looking forward to seeing what music comes once we get through this. But enough of me. I do want to give you all a chance for some final thoughts about the course and moving forward. I'm going to start with you, Doris. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share? Yeah, we use the term girls and guitar is primarily for the alliteration. Um, but I don't want people to go away thinking it's only for young women. It's for any woman songwriter, whether they're old or young or in between. And, um, we've had everything from, you know, for example, Moscow apartment, early teens to women who have had careers are now looking to tap into another form of creativity later in life. So I'm, I'm hoping to access all (laughs) levels of songwriter, whether you're, beginner or or veteran and um i hope that we will continue this it's been great to be here today thank you jan for having us and you, we can't talk highly enough about what a supportive environment it is i mean that that really really comes through yeah you know that's great mm-hmm. well it's it's wonderful that you and marie are so committed to to making this happen missy you know you're a veteran i i don't know if you get a frequent flyer card for for doing this <laughs> twice but you know final thoughts on this course and girls and guitars generally yeah i'm i'm just so grateful for the program and and being here today thanks for having us today because i i really want every every woman out there to to just try and to dive into that creative side of them doesn't matter if you know like you write the next hit or whatever it just let your heart communicate and yeah there's a reason there's a reason I keep coming back to do it it's a really really good program and I'm really grateful that I can do it Tanya I would like to speak to something Marie mentioned earlier that women write different songs um, especially when they're given that space to do so and not fall into what we're we're used to hearing you know I feel like this course what stands out to me was the opportunity to to dive deep and and speak from a personal place and i think there was just a bit of safety that just naturally came in a, a room 
with women. Um, we didn't have to filter ourselves. Um, so not only do they bring that space and provide that opportunity, but the tools that I will take away, um, the very specific tools, um, thanks to Doris's experience, the very specific tools that were given to us. You know, we learn from writing our own songs, but we also learn from each other's songs. I think that was invaluable. So it was one of the greatest experiences of my lockdown period so far. And I, I would highly encourage others to, to explore um, songwriting and, and this course. And I'm very grateful to both uh, Doris and Marie and for the newfound friendships and relationships I have. Thank you so much. And thank you for having us today, Jen. Absolutely my pleasure. And obviously people realize I, I do love doing this, but it, it's just wonderful to have you all with us today. Marie, I'm going to give you the last word. Oh, my. Well, I think that um, one of the things that we can't forget about this course is that um, women come to it, they, they are very vulnerable. And so it's really important that we create a, a safe and supportive space. But we wouldn't be able to do that without these other women songwriters who are willing to sort of say, yeah, that's a great thing that you just said. And let's focus on this particular word or this phrase or this chorus or whatever. And let's see if we can get you to be more specific here or whatever. So there's this incredible helpfulness that, that uh, they bring to the course. It's also about bravery. They are very courageous. We start talking um, in the first class about being honest and, and what it means to, to be honest. And it's really hard for any human being to be honest but really hard. Like if you look at Hallie's song, one of them, the song she wrote was about addiction. Um, Missy is, is writing about, uh, one of her songs was about abuse and Tanya's writing about racism, but they all approach them from a very personal point of view, but they have cultural uh, ramifications and ripples. And so I feel incredibly proud of that. You have to understand that that takes several layers of bravery, right? to first of all, put something down on paper that is about you and about your experience. And like, oh my God, people can hear this and see this. And then it's something that's an issue, a, a really important cultural issue. Like that, if the personal wasn't scary enough, reaching out into the public and saying, this has been my experience and I know it's probably been yours too, or you, you know, you know about this. Like that's, that's a tough thing to do. So I just want all of us to sort of applaud and recognize that art is about, you know, plumbing your own depths and telling your truth and telling your story so that other people can hear it and feel supported or feel uh, challenged. And uh, all of the students have done that in their own ways in this course. So I feel, I feel grateful for their bravery and I feel transformed many many times that's a perfect way to finish absolutely <laughs> absolutely wonderful I want to thank you all for spending time with us today Marie Zimmerman Doris Falcons Hallie McEwen Missy Bauman and Tanya Joy it's been an absolute pleasure having you join us on Folk Roots Radio and that's it that's all we can squeeze into this hour of Folk Roots Radio you can visit our website at folkrootsradio.com to check out our extensive archive of interviews and radio episodes. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with one more track from Tanya Joy. From her forthcoming EP, This Is The Drought. Stay safe and well, everyone. And remember, if you want to support the artists during these strange times, please consider buying their music, not just streaming it. I know, they'll love you for it. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm John Hall. We'll see you next time. I pray it's raining outside Cause my tears have long dried And my love, like the tide, has gone out Where Forgive her, the silent killer. The 
locked out Damage done, the twisted tongue. 